0: You're listening to the Sheepguarding Llama Podcast for Saturday, November 11th, 2006. This is episode 52. I am your host, Scott Allen Miller, and welcome to the show.
1: I work, try to get it right. I'm out there
0: was the song All Fall Down by Aaron brought to you by the Podsafe Music Network which you can find online at music.podshow.com we get all of our music from there because uh, they provide a service for free music for podcasters. Uh, it's specially licensed, so we can do it on a pod show because uh, normal music that you hear on the radio uh, is licensed for radio play, but not for podcast play, which is it's a different type of license. And so you have to uh, you have to get stuff specially licensed. So the Podshow.com network, um, the Podsafe Music Network, goes through and gets all these artists. Uh, to sign up through them, provide the licenses that we need to be able to do, the pod shows and everything. It's really cool. So it's, uh, it's a really cool service from them. All right, it is Saturday, November 11th. This is a, a rare occurrence for us. I'm actually doing a show in the morning instead of in the evening. Uh, it's, it's my traditional thing to kind of late at night do the show and then head off to bed. Uh, but today I'm up kind of early. I had some time. Dominica is still asleep, and uh, I'm able to do the show. So, uh, so here we are. Uh, we are still in Newark, the awesome town in northeastern New Jersey. And uh, I've actually got people cleaning windows today. So I've got these big cables going up and down in front of my windows. They were doing this yesterday, too. And uh, I'm not sure when they're going to get to our windows, but they're covered in soap scum now from uh, the cleaning of the upper floors. So I'm hoping that they get to us soon because it's, it's kind of weird. Um, and uh, apparently, Domenico was in the living room last night, and uh, late last night, and a guy rode by the window. It was a little bit weird. We're not used to having people go up and down outside our windows, so it's a, it's an interesting experience. It is a hazy day, very hazy today in Newark. Uh, it is bright. It's very hard to see, actually. It's so bright and hazy that it's got that, that light coming from everywhere kind of effect that you actually don't get in bright sunlight, so it's it's about as bright as it gets, and I'm actually having problems seeing anything right now uh, because of it. But um, yesterday, this is really cool for us. Our health club—well, actually, technically two days ago—our health club here in our building um, at 1180 uh, Raymond Boulevard in downtown Newark uh, has—we uh, have an indoor health club part of the part of the apartment building. Uh, and it just opened two days ago, but the first day was, they, technically you could go down and use it, but it was really kind of a, this is your chance to come down and, and meet the people and kind of learn about the health club. They're just open for a couple hours. And then yesterday they were open again for a few hours, but it was really, you know, everybody who wanted to see it had done so. And that was our chance to go down and actually use it. So Dominica and I went down and we actually worked out yesterday for the first time in many years uh very out of shape here and uh we're hoping that this health club uh is going to make a difference uh now that it's uh open long hours and right in our building and uh it's not you know for people who who don't exercise all the time who who aren't used to the, the gym scene especially those of us who aren't from cities so that you know having a gym isn't something that's even an option Going to a regular health club, it's kind of intimidating because the people that you're with are people who work out all the time and they're members at a, at a health club. It's a very expensive thing. And um, it, it's everyone, you know, it's it's you kind of feel like you're invading people's space when you're there and you you don't always know what the etiquette is if you don't go all the time and it varies from place to place and you don't always know how to find your way around and and what the routines are. Uh, But when it's in your building, the people that will be in this health club will be our neighbors and people that we know for the most part. And if they're not people we know, then it's a good opportunity to meet people who are in our building. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. We're really looking forward to it. And last night when we went down and worked out the entire time that we were working out uh there was just the two of us and one other guy who's from our floor who's someone we know pretty well so we we you know it was we everyone was there's only three of us and we could talk to each other and uh it was kind of cool and then there was just the manager in there uh you know uh, watching over things making sure everybody was safe or whatever and uh, you know we just did uh half an hour on the uh the elliptical machines but uh, all the equipment is brand new. It's really cool. Um, I've never been in a health club that had this level of equipment before. It's really expensive, really nice equipment. And uh, I'm sure every health club has this now, but um, each of the machines, like the, the treadmills and the ellipticals and the bikes, they actually have televisions built into them. The last time I was in a health club, the televisions would be mounted on the wall in front of the equipment. And uh, generally like one television for every two or three pieces of equipment. Uh, but now, they actually have LCD screens on every bike or, or treadmill, and you can pick your own show and pop in some headphones and change the channel if you don't like the show or whatever. So it's actually kind of cool. Oh, as I'm speaking, um, the, the window washer is coming by, so I'm actually getting an audience while I'm uh, doing the show. This is kind of interesting. This is actually our first studio audience ever for the SGL Podcast. Um, oh, oh! they're not doing my window, they're just riding by. They're just using it as an elevator. Um, okay, well that was interesting. Um, definitely not used to living in a high-rise. This is uh, <laughs> It's a different experience. Um, they're probably doing more work than just cleaning windows up above. Uh, there's lots to be done, like uh, cleaning the brass work and, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, Anyway, it, it's great to be back and doing the show, and we've got so much good music that we want to play for you. And... Uh, it's just it's just really cool and we've gotten really good response off of episode 51 that we did uh, two days ago we had in our very first uh, 24-hour period we had about 75 downloads or so Uh, that was less than 24 hours and and on a friday which is not a popular download day saturday is actually the really big download day for for podcasts as you can imagine a lot of people you know On Fridays, They're just looking to get out of work. They go out after work, and uh, podcasting is not what they have on their mind. So to have such a good response after so many months of not doing the show um, is really exciting. And for everyone tuning in from uh, Podomatic, I'm seeing the stats. I know how many people are checking us out. We're getting a couple hundred people a week, even though we haven't really done the show since July. And I looked. I I went back after having done episode 51, and... um, uh, definitely the break from episode 50 to 51 is by far It's like two or three times longer than any other break we've had so far in having done the show So it's really encouraging that people have stuck it out and that we're still in people's feed readers And that people are downloading the show New people are coming in and downloading the show And old people are keeping us in their uh, in their feed aggregators And they're getting us in their podcatchers I guess is the uh, the catch term And uh, it's just really cool that, that people are still getting us and listening to the show And we got a lot of new listeners And I'm going to give a quick shout out to Jeff Simpson who uh, class of 94 uh, you can check us out at uh, www.york94.com that's our uh, high school graduating class webpage um, which uh, we actually host here at Sheep Guarding Llama And uh, Jeff checked out episode 51 uh, just yesterday and emailed me about it and uh, uh, just wanted to say hello and uh, hope that he's enjoying the show. And uh, hopefully he'll talk lots more people into uh, checking out the show, too, because we're getting a, a pretty big listener base. So. Um, I'm going to keep this short today, it's Saturday, and I just kind of wanted to do a, a wake up and go and show because uh, we've we've been gone for so long, I didn't want to let there be any kind of lost momentum or anything, and music has been piling up, especially now because I, I go to work and I listen to music during the day, and I find all these good tunes, and then uh, if we don't play them, my my back catalog of songs to play gets bigger and bigger and things get lost, and we really want to get to a, a point again where we're constantly playing music right as it comes out instead of saving it and being you know the 100th show to play music we'd like to be one of the first couple if not the first one uh, to find new artists because that's it's just cooler that way Um, so uh, I'm going to go and play Uh, This is a a pretty cool one. I think you're going to like this. It's a little bit different than what we normally play, but uh, it's a pretty good tune that I found just recently. This is Lee Coulter, and the song is Dance of the Traveling Lovers, and this is featuring Evan Bethany. So I hope you enjoy it. I'll be right back after the song.
2: It started overseas beneath the palm trees like once upon a time. Swimming in the reef, oh, woman, good grief, oh, how'd you ever get so fine? with me, tennelly, darling, darling, dance with me. I got good things to my dismay, she had to go away. About to leave, I couldn't believe, but I thought I heard her say, come with me, fly 395. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll A great through the Golden Gate and up the 101. Across I 80 I'm with my lady and we're just having fun. Dance with me, tenderly Darling, darling, dance with me. Now life on the lake inspired me to take this girl and make her wife this girl became a wife has now become alive. I said, come with me, let's take the dive. I don't know what we're doing, but I feel alive. Everywhere we go and show off the show, the more I know I'm blessed. The eyes up ahead head and the hand on my leg she's telling me I'm the best. Dance with me, tenderly, darling, darling. Dance with me. What lies in stores made many before us run away and hide. But I'm on the road in my second home and I got you by my side. Come with me. I don't know what we're doing, but I feel alive Dance with me, tenderly Darling, darling,
0: dance with me That was Dance of the Traveling Lovers by Lee Coulter from the Podsafe Music Network. Uh, During the break there, I managed to get a uh, PB&J, some uh, uh, delicious lingonberry preserves, which are known as uh, cowberries here in the States, but I think the term lingonberry is is kind of taking over from... uh, It's what's used by IHOP and it's what's used by IKEA, and those are pretty much the two largest importers uh, of the lingonberry here. Uh, Lingonberries uh, do grow in the States, but they're not... uh, It's not real common. They really come from Scandinavia. Uh, They're really popular in, like, Sweden. That area, uh, they grow in the in the cold, but they're uh, they're they're uh, sometimes called uh, wild cranberries. Uh, they are part of the blueberry family, as are cranberries, but they're not actually a cranberry. They're their own thing called a cowberry. Uh, but they're pretty tasty. Actually, I like them better than cranberries. So um, it sounds weird having a PB and J for breakfast, but if you were to toast a PB and J, suddenly it would seem normal. So I guess uh, it's not as abnormal as it seems. Just uh, nobody ever quite does it that way. Uh, I've been studying um, with uh, the Windows on the World 2007 uh, wine course, and I'm pretty excited about this. If you, if you don't know uh, the course, go to Barnes and & Nobles and you can check out the book. Uh, I think they have it on special display, but if you look around, it's got, it's the most popular book on wine uh, in print right now. And I guess they come out with a new version every year with updated statistics and everything. And Windows on the World, for those who don't know, was the very famous restaurant located at the top of uh, Manhattan's World Trade Center. Obviously, is not operating there anymore. But it was a very famous restaurant and very famous for its wine. And the wine course is designed by the man who worked there I guess he's put pretty much his entire career into doing wine at Windows on the World and the the wine course. They used to teach at Windows on the World very, very popular. So I'm uh, working my way through that being a, uh, a native of New York's Finger Lakes wine district, which is one of the most important wine districts in the United States, which is one of the most important wine producing countries. We are currently at number three uh, behind, I believe, France and Italy in, in wine production uh, in volume, but we are uh, expected to pass them in as little as five years as the uh, the world's leading producer of wine. And we are currently Uh, The third largest consumer of wine, and that is also growing at uh, a pretty significant pace, and we're going to be the largest consumer of wine. It is expected fairly soon as well, which makes sense because we are a very large country compared to the other large uh, wine consumers. so But it's very interesting, and uh, we're hoping, Dominica and I, and uh, some friends of ours are hoping to head out to check out New York's Long Island Wine District, which is about a third the size um, by number of vineyards as the Finger Lakes, but uh, it's, it's very old, and it's supposed to be pretty good. Uh, the Chardonnay is supposed to be very good there, so Dominica should be excited about that. But I'm interested in checking out Long Island. I've never been on the island, which is uh, pretty pretty cool so get to see that we're gonna be hitting the north shore all the vineyards are located way out on the eastern tip of Long Island along um, the Long Island sound there on the north so it uh, should be should be pretty cool we're hoping to do that in about two weeks and if all goes well I might be able to podcast from the wine tour which will be uh, pretty neat at some point I'd really love to put together uh, a wine tour podcast where we get a number of people together and everyone just goes from from winery to winery and vineyard to vineyard and uh... taste the wine and and does like uh... an impromptu show where everybody gets together and discusses the different wines uh... while on site at the vineyards uh... do long island and, and hudson valley and finger lakes and the niagara erie region and uh... do do like all of new york and then maybe spread out and do like uh... jersey and maryland and, and stuff like that i think that'd be really cool um, so what I was I was planning I wasn't actually planning on talking about uh, wine today I was actually planning on talking about doggy daycare uh, this is uh, really really cool now that we're living in Newark and uh, I'm working uh, full time and Dominica is consulting full time now she just had her contract extended for another six months she's she's wrapping up her first six months and about to go on to her second six months so that's very cool. Uh, I guess, no, that's not right. She didn't have a, a six-month contract to begin with. She had like a, a two- to three-month contract. Um, and she's just wrapping that up, and, but they've uh, added six months on. So they've tripled her contract. And my contract was originally six months, and was extended to 18, so mine was tripled as well. So we're, we're definitely in the Newark area for some time, it is looking like. But uh, Oreo has no place to go during the day because we're so busy and he's a very nervous dog and he doesn't like to be left home alone and if we do leave him home alone even if he's okay when we come home he's very anxious and he needs to play and we just don't have the energy or the time or the space to be able to play with him as much as he needs and so we take him to a place not too far it's right right where near where dominica works uh called doggy paradise you can check them out online at www.doggyparadise.net and uh he just loves it it's it's all out doggy daycare all the bells and whistles he has he's in the big dog play group because he's a very rambunctious dog he's the smallest dog in the big dog play group he's only 23 pounds but uh he thinks he's a big dog and he's rough and tumble and he gets in there and he has a great time And he wears himself out. And he plays with the biggest dogs. And he's gotten a reputation for uh, helping out the dogs that are lonely and are having problems uh, becoming part of the group. And uh, he's even... Uh, play, he's managed to play with some dogs who have never played with anyone before, and some older dogs who uh, they can't handle the group play because it's too rough. He's uh, he actually like works with them and is very gentle with them, and uh, it's really neat watching him. It's it's like having a, a toddler at uh, at preschool, uh, the way that you know he goes and he's very excited. He's so exhausted every morning. He hides in the bed, hoping we don't even notice him and that we won't make him get up. And then when we finally pull him up, we put his harness on and put on his, his little furry coat. And then when he goes to get out the door, he starts getting all excited. And when he, by the time he gets to daycare, he is so excited to be there. And he just plays and plays and plays all day. And uh, they make them take nap time from noon to two because otherwise the dogs would just play themselves until they were sick. And, uh,. For special events, they, have, um, they just had a, a Halloween party, and uh, all the dogs were in costume, which is hilarious. And Oreo actually won a prize for the most original costume. And they have birthday parties for the dogs. So when it's your dog's birthday, they, they have like this big thing. They actually have a cake that's a dog-friendly cake baked for them. And they all get cake, and they get take-home treats. And the treat bag has a photograph of the birthday dog on it. And uh, the whole thing is, it's really crazy, and Oreo just has the best time. And one of the things we think is really funny is that Oreo really obviously can tell when it's a party because he acts differently. A lot of the dogs, uh, they don't know the difference between the party days and the not party days except there's some treats. But Oreo really can tell that it's a party day and he gets all worked up and he has so much fun. So we actually try to schedule that he doesn't miss those days. Normally he goes about four days a week because uh, quite often I work from home on Thursdays and he just stays home with me and he sleeps all day. Uh, he gets so work, uh, so much Energy taken out of him during the week at Dougie Daycare, that he just passes out, and he doesn't want to do anything. And sometimes he'll bring a binky, and I'll throw it for him one time, and that's it. He'll he'll be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, he'll play with me if I want, but I can't take it." And then he's he's out again. And uh, it's great though for us. It's really it means the time that we spend with him is more snuggly time, and you know he's not bouncing around the house or waiting for us to do something while he's here. So it's really improving the time that we spend with him, and, uh, making his life a lot better. So it's it's good for all of us. One of the things we really enjoy is that at Doggy Paradise, where he goes, they have webcams up, and so during the day we can watch him playing with the other dogs, and he's so cute, and he's so easy to pick out on camera because he's so small, and he's... Uh, he's black and white, and most of the other dogs that are kind of black and white, it's not nearly the level of contrast that he is. His white is very, very bleached white, and his black is jet black, and uh, even on the webcams, the, the little picture of him, you can really see him, and uh, he's very cute, so we've been enjoying that, and he's been having just a wonderful time. So Newark is like his favorite place, and even when he doesn't go to the doggy daycare, when we have to take him for a walk on a normal occasion, uh, we get to go across the military park, and he loves it, because he's got this park he can run around in, and he's gotten the routine down that we walk down the sidewalk, and we wait for traffic, and then we run as fast as we can across the street, and then uh, we go into the park, and he and he runs all around the park, uh, smelling where the other dogs have been and everything, and he just loves it. He has such a good time. And then we come back, we run across the street, and he runs as hard as he can, and he knows we're going to do it, and he looks forward to it. And uh, we get back, and we get in the L elevator and he goes to the back of the elevator and he knows he has to sit in the elevator and he'll just sit there and wait until we get up to our floor and then he'll run out the door and run down the hallway uh... to the apartment so he can get his cookie and he just loves it he has so much fun so that's the whole newark thing is so great for him it is uh... so much better than any place he's ever been and Because we're in the high-rise and because he's at doggy daycare so much during the day, uh, first of all, we never have to trim his nails anymore because he wears them down on the cement. They're actually shorter than we would trim them. So that's wonderful. He's very happy about that. And he also is not exposed to grass nearly as often, and that means his grass allergy is not affecting him, and suddenly he's growing more fur, and he's not itching so much, and he's much, much healthier than he's ever been. So this whole thing is working out wonderful for him. So we're very happy, and I'm going to leave you with a short show today and I'm going to go right on, and I'm going to play our closing tune, which is Maybe I'm In Love by Kelly Brock.
3: Sometimes it's heaven, sometimes it's bliss I'm overwhelmed every time I kiss Sometimes it's so good like a song you can't help but sing. You bring on all of these things. Maybe I. But there's something about you, something about you that's driving me wild. Maybe I'm in love, maybe I'm a child, but there's something about you that's driving me wild.